God Conversations with Tanya Harris. So let me ask you that question. What does God sound like? <laughs> well, you know, thunder, lightning. <laughs> Mother Teresa, someone asked her, when does God speak to you? And she said, whenever he wants. So essentially the Bible is a collection of God conversations, if you like. I had a vision of a car accident, and I'm sitting on the couch thinking, why have I just seen this? How could I know if God was speaking to me? How could I know that that dream or that thought was actually just me thinking about, oh, I just had some bad pizza? Jesus said we'd recognise his voice and follow him. It was never meant to be a one-way conversation. Godconversations.com Hi, and welcome to episode 21 of the God Conversations podcast. My name is Tanya Harris, and I'm a pastor, speaker, and the founder of GodConversations.com. Well, as you may know, a few months ago, I launched an ebook called The Easy Way to Hear God's Voice. And around that time, I also spoke with Clayton Bajalan, the host of a morning show on 89.9 Light FM Melbourne. We had a great time talking and he asked some questions that are the same kind of questions that most people ask me today about this topic. So I thought I'd make it available to you on the podcast. So how can hearing God's voice be easy? The idea behind the book is that the easy way to hear God's voice is through dreams. Easy because all you need to do is fall asleep. I admit in the interview that it's a somewhat provocative title, because there's a little more to it than that. But hey, it's a great place to start. Interestingly, hearing from God in dreams is not something you hear about very often these days. You don't get many people in churches talking about how God spoke to them. But you know, just this week I posted a question on Facebook. My question was, what is the most common way that God speaks to you? And I was surprised to see that out of the dozen or so responses I received, most of them mentioned dreams. I think if you start talking to people, you'll discover that this is one of God's favourite communication tools. It certainly was in the Old Testament days, and we know it's one of the key ways the Apostle Peter said the Spirit would speak to us in the New Testament. Acts chapter 2, verse 16 to 17, you may know this verse already, that this was what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. There it is, dreams and visions. So when we start talking about it more with people, I think you'll begin to see that the Holy Spirit is doing exactly what he said. So here's the interview, courtesy of 89 Light FM in conversation with Clayton. 89.9 Light FM with Clayton for In Conversation and having a chat to me to talk all things dreams today is uh, the lady who's written the book, The Easy Way to Hear God's Voice, Tanya Harris, joins me. We had a chat not that long ago about her God conversations as well. G'day, Tanya. Great to be here, Clayton. Hi. It's wonderful to have you in and um, I read this book and I go, uh, you know, the, the, the front cover, the easy way to hear God's voice. And I reckon everyone <laughs> on the planet turns to you, Tanya, and says, yeah, right. True. Whether you have a faith sort of understanding, whether you, you, you know, don't have any faith understanding, no one can seem to hear God real easy. Are you trying to be provocative? Is that what you're trying to do? Kind of, because I think I'm the hardest candidate to hear God's voice. Yeah. And I find it easier to hear God's voice when I'm sleeping. And so mm. I guess it was a bit tongue-in-cheek. It was a bit provocative. Yeah. Well, it's, but it's I, certainly going to make me pick up the book. Huh? <laughs> I think it's true, though, because all you have to do is fall asleep. There you go. And most of us can do that. Yeah, to do I've got that. three kids. I'll lend you some to have overnight <laughs> if you need. 
they'll uh, keep you up all night and you'll sleep all during the day. Um, uh, Danny, let's talk about this. So, you, you know, we're talking about uh, hearing God through a, a yeah. dream. It, it seems a little bit mystical and fancy out there True. and all this sort of stuff. What, what do you actually mean by that? Well, God wants to speak to us. We know that he wants to speak to us in our daily lives. And the interesting thing about it is that when we look at how he's spoken to people in history, like I look at the stories in the Bible, he's often spoken in dreams. Mm. And I think about one of our most famous stories that we read every year at Christmas time. Uh, has five dreams in it where God is speaking. In fact, if God hadn't have spoken in a dream and Joseph hadn't heard him speak, the baby Jesus would have been murdered by King Herod. Yeah. And it's funny that when we come and look at that in a, in a sort of a black and white sense, that's the normal way that God spoke in the past. Yeah. And I guess my ministry and, and what this book is about is helping people to understand that he, di- he does still speak that way. Yeah. Uh, I've just got so many questions. So I'm sure we'll get through them all <laughs> soon. Um, so when we say God speaks, in it, how, how does he do that? You know, sometimes I go months and months and I don't have any dreams that I remember. True. I know you all, we all go through different sleep cycles, all that sort of stuff. But so, so how does he actually do that? How, how does he talk to us in that way? How, how can we actually know that it's not just some you know, bad pizza that I had last yeah, night that's making yeah. me have this funny dream? Well, well, look, I think it first starts with an understanding he can speak that way, mm. but it doesn't mean that any dream that we have uh, is from God. And I think sometimes this whole area, this topic has become quite, you know, a bit mystical, a bit controversial because um, there's certain element that attracts us where we say, you know, every dream that we have is from God, which is not true. Mm. So, but occasionally he does speak that way. And again, we see it through the Bible. We see it through all some of the famous stories in the Bible. We think of Joseph and his dreams. We think of Abraham and Solomon and and then we move into the New Testament and some of the dreams with Paul and Peter and, and then through church history. So it's kind of like his normal way of speaking, if you like. Yeah. Um, and I, think, I often think, why would he do that? And I think sometimes, well, our brain is switched off. He's got our full attention. But we do have to learn to discern the difference between a natural dream, which yeah. is what we all have when we're sleeping. Scientists tell us that we sleep for one to two hours a night. Yes. It's a way of the brain sorting out what's happened the day before. So I think one of the obvious ways to know if it's not from God is if it's you know something you've been dreaming, uh, thinking about the day before, watching a bad movie. or. But occasionally, if we're listening, um, there's a dream that comes that has a certain coherence about it, mm. certain wisdom, sometimes um, information that we wouldn't ordinarily know. Uh, I've seen God show me things about the, the houses I would live in mm. and then a week later I, I, I see the house, you know, um, that sort of thing. But you have to discern, you have to be wise, and you yeah. have to think about, well, is this the sort of thing that God would say? And I think there's some tests that we need to go through, just like any yeah. claim to revelation. Mm. We might talk a bit more about, you know, a bit more of those tests and sort of yeah. understand a bit more. But before we, we head to a song, um, let's talk about one of yours yes. that you've had, that you yes. can sort of, you know, this is one you can rattle out in a minute or so and say, well, this is what happened and this is how I, I knew this was God speaking to me. Uh, I lived in Melbourne all my life and about 10 years ago, actually 15 years ago, I was working a couple of jobs in in Melbourne and I had a dream. I saw myself at a college in Sydney Mm. and um, I remember waking up thinking, well, that's just ridiculous. Why am I dreaming about Sydney? I'm a Melbourne girl, you know, why would I be thinking about Sydney? And it was a a college that I didn't know existed at the time. Mm. I go to lunch that day with some friends and then they start talking about this place and I think, hang on, that place doesn't exist. And they say, well, yes, it does. And I, I guess it was a bit of a clue, you know, that yeah. there was information I couldn't have ordinarily attained myself. Time goes on. A year later, I find myself um, at that college and the dream comes to pass before my, exactly what I'd seen. Wow. 
And, and I go, oh, okay. And then a number of other things happened to confirm that that was God's plan for my life. Yeah. And I end up working in that very college. So that can happen today. And if you have a look at some other stories in, in the Bible, we see yeah. that happening back then too. Yeah. So. I want to talk about uh, do you need to be someone special to have this sort of stuff? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure that we got lots of people listening to us right now from all different walks of life and go, well, that, it seems like you're, you've got this close thing with God going on anyway. Yeah. Do, do I need to have that to, to have these sorts of dreams? Uh, Tanya's thoughts on that. On the way in just a moment, uh, Tanya Harris, my guest this evening, author of the book The Easy Way to Hear God's Voice here on Light FM. In conversation with Clayton. 89.9 Light FM in conversation with Clayton and Tanya Harris, who is the author of the book The Easy Way to Hear God's Voice. We're talking about dreams. And uh, Tanya, we're talking about the fact that uh, dreams is uh, so often a way that God, as we certainly go and look at the Bible, God used to speak to so many people and, yes. and uh, still does today in, in so many different ways too. The question I want to ask is, we got a lot of people who are listening from a lot of different backgrounds and yeah. journeys of life and certainly faith journeys from no faith to, to those who are quite heavily involved in faith. Um, do you need to be a certain type of person, you believe, to, to, to hear from God in a dream? Uh, no. I think the answer is no. I know people who have never gone near a church and they often have heard from God and then have started to get closer to God as they've heard him in their dreams. And then I know people who have been you know, Christians for years and hear from God as well. I think it's it's about having a heart that wants to connect with God. And I think as a as a person, God wants to speak to us. Mm. So I think it's a bit about being open yep. and just about being aware that there's a possibility that he wants to connect with us. Now, he can talk to us during the day as well, yes. but I think during the day is a lot harder because your sure. brain's switched on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, a, it's harder to, you know, rationalise things. Whereas when you're sleeping, sometimes, you know, these messages will come in the night. I know people who have received wisdom from God even though they haven't known him for very yeah. long or yeah, yeah. It's, it's I think it's so, from so, so we can can we make ourselves more um, susceptible to the wrong word because um, that normally has a negative connotation to it but more susceptible to allowing God to speak to us like can we can we do something before we go to bed that makes our, our mind possibly yep. I often to say it. to people in my seminars I'll say listen try this out yeah. <laughs> tonight before you go to sleep ask God a question and when you wake up tomorrow, just check to see if there's anything pertinent. If there's not, forget it, move on. But it's always, I think, it's just about listening and yeah. actually putting the question out there. And if, you, if you're a bit of a sceptic or if, you're, if you don't even know God, you know, pray, ask him, and then see if he answers. Yeah, yeah. I, I always love the story of, um, I think his name, Ben Carson, who is yes. the uh, incredible, uh, one of the, the world's greatest brain surgeons. And uh, one of his big things is he was, you know, here he is, this, remarkable brain surgeon one of the, the top 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 guys in the entire yeah. world uh has, has a faith in god and actually uh, was felt like he was just going to you know miss out on all his exam results and uh and for him one of his dreams was uh it, the exam was the next day he felt like he didn't know what was going on he got woken up he felt he had this dream yeah. where he had all the answers he woke up, wrote them all down. That's every student's and, dream, and, isn't it? And went in, and sure enough, it was there. Now, exactly, you know, every single dream, yeah, that's right. Every student's asking that before they go to bed at night. But he actually had that happen yes. for him, and, and here he has been able to impact the world Look, in a great way. Yeah, it was interesting. If you start to talk to people, uh, initially it's like, oh, that's a bit spooky. Mm. But as you start to talk to people, you find there's a lot of people out there who've had some illumination, some wisdom from yeah. God in dreams yeah. along their journeys. So, yeah. That's the game. Um, people, as they've been discussing with you and chatting with you, um, you know, you've written a, a book about this, and obviously mm-hmm. you've done a fair bit of research and yes. talked to people about this too. But um, as you do a book like this, lots of people come to you and start telling you things about that too. Anything you've learnt uh, that, that you, as you've experienced that? From oh, I, I, I love to hear people's dreams because often 
is fascinating. Like whether it's an insight or it tells me a bit about them as a, as a poop. You know, some people have dreams that are reoccurring since they were young mm. and when they talk about them and we begin to understand what they mean. Now, these kind of dreams are not necessarily from God. They're natural dreams, but they can tell us a little bit more about ourselves. Yeah. And I've sat with people in that process and talked to them about what's actually coming up and then I've encouraged them to go and see a counsellor because there are issues or wounds or hurts in mm. their lives and, and they come up in the night. And so it's fascinating um, some of the stories that come out of that. And I think, again, it's very helpful to take notice and just obviously process things with wisdom. And if you're in a church community, it's helpful to talk to other people about it. I don't make um, great decisions about, you know, life without actually consulting people and thinking through wisdom principles. I think that's really important. Otherwise, we can get a little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Mm. I know I had one dream that when I was young a lot and I had it randomly once, like about 15 years later, a trip wire I'm about to go over and then suddenly I don't it was yeah. exactly the same dream 15 years later and well, it's yes. like, but, but petrified me as a kid now I'm just like oh, it's just like it's a movie That's just yeah. nothing, nothing, well, you, know, you know the classic dream yeah. when you're um, <laughs> running naked down the yeah, street sure. you know because you're you know usually that's because I'm not ready for something I'm not dressed yeah. I'm not prepared or yeah. the anxiety dreams or the flying dreams you yes, know longing for stuff. freedom and yeah, that's right. I don't know if you've ever had one of those and you've woken up and you really think you can fly fly and go yeah. from there and no, I don't no, think that one's from God but. no there you go it's the ones it's the ones when you're flying naked and you're anxious about it, and then you just all sorts yeah, of problems there. That's uh, it. One thing you mentioned a, a bit earlier on uh, was talking about, um, you know, literal something literal, something symbolic in dreams, those sorts of things too. Um, is there a, a way that you, um, as you, you know, obviously because the dreams where you're asleep, so you wake up and 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 you're there to actually decipher yes. what that what that actually means. Yeah, you know, that was you know, maybe it was even something that I hadn't thought about in the past. Like you said, you know, that's often a sign that maybe God's actually trying to talk to you in those dreams. Um, but but how do I know if this is something literal that's supposed to happen or symbolic? Is there a way to do that? There's 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 some clues. I remember once I saw a house. Um, I was looking for a place to live, and I saw a literal house in the dream. And then the second part of the dream, I saw a little boy playing with a periscope, and it was broken. You know what a periscope is? Yeah. It's that kind of implement that submarines use to look ahead or around corners. And I I took fuzzy mirrors out of the periscope because it was broken, and I put clean ones in. And I woke up thinking, why am I dreaming about a periscope? Yeah. You know, periscopes are things that you use to look through to see into, you know, over crowds, around corners. And um, I remember thinking, is that from God? Is that a symbol of being able to see ahead, to see things I wouldn't normally be able to see? A month later, someone offers me a place to live and it's exactly the house I'd seen in the Mm. dream. And in this case, it was partly literal and partly symbolic and it had to be interpreted. And so often dreams do speak a symbolic language that do need some interpretation. The, the, The biggest clue is when it's something that doesn't quite make it's not a natural dream it doesn't quite make sense and you ask yourself what do these symbols mean to me what does it and you think through the the picture language a picture tells a thousand words sometimes and that's how you go about interpreting it yeah i think the the incredible thing is to um you know god made all of us Mm -hmm. uh you know from from our brains to our communities so uh if something's given to you in a dream then to you know it's not designed that that moment you just go and do it, it it's allowing you to think through that in, in your brain. Talk That's to true. other people with it. That's um, true. You know, pray about that as well and to actually be able to, to connect that back together. It might have been the starting point that took you somewhere, but he's created all of us, yeah. uh, you know, awake, asleep, everything. So, so he can, you know, it's, it's really to connect all that together and go from That's there, That's so true. It? Yeah. it is. Yeah. And as I said, a picture tells a thousand yeah, words. Sure. Sometimes the picture speaks even more powerfully than words sure. do. So. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, I wish you all the best. I'm sure you're going to hear a whole heap more uh, stories from a whole lot of other people as well about their dreams. Tanya Harris has been, or has been, is the author of the book, The Easy Way to Hear God's Voice. It's wonderful having you in. Thanks so much for having a chat. And can I just say, it's available at my website at godconversations.com. So if you are interested in, in the book, it's a freebie. So you can come onto the website. Well, I'll tell you what. Godconversations.com. That's, 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 that's impressive, right, <laughs> being a freebie. Good idea, Tanya. Thanks so Thanks much. Thanks so much, Clayton. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast by Tanya Harris. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. So post your comments on the blog page of godconversations.com or at facebook.com forward slash Tanya M. Harris. Help us to equip others to recognize God's voice by rating the series on iTunes. Remember, Jesus said we would know his voice. It was never meant to be a one-way conversation.